Welcome to a Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. In this podcast, I talk through some of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings I've had as a college student in hopes of reminding you that you aren't alone, while providing insight to make your challenges easier to manage. I can't promise that I know everything, but I think that the beauty of this podcast comes from being genuine rather than being perfect. So sit back, relax, and get ready because things are about to get real. Hey everyone, I am super excited for today's episode, but before we get into it, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my guest and what we're going to be talking about today. I'm very excited to be joined by my friend, Emily Severance. She is a sophomore in college, just like I am, and today she really dives through her whole college experience so far, her mindset, and specifically how she's found balance and focus in her everyday life. She talks about setting her priorities, finding presence in her everyday life, And she really walks us through a cool journey of how her mindset has shifted from starting college until now. This episode is full of great takeaways, so much so that I decided I'm not even going to edit the original recording. I know that might be scary to some people, but I'm all about keeping it real here, and I thought that there was too much good stuff in this episode to take any of it out. So it's going to be raw, it's going to be real, and hopefully it'll be fun and exciting for you to listen to. So take a listen, let us know what you think, and now I will get into the interview. All right. Hey, everyone. I'm here now with my guest, Emily. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. Of course. Now, I want to warn everyone before we get started. (laughs) Emily is one of my friends, and we tend to just start laughing at random times and talk about (laughs) random things, and I don't know why I'm already laughing, but if you hear us doing that during the episode, just just ignore it. Don't be surprised. Because there is going to be some great content that comes out of this. I, I hope am so. excited. I hope so. Well, okay, let's get into it then. Okay, I'm ready. So first, I just want you to tell my audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, what your interests are, what your major is here at college, anything you want to share. Absolutely. Um, so my name is Emily Severance. I'm from Houston, born and raised. Um, I went to TCU as a business major, I'm still a business major right now, and I'm currently pursuing marketing and considering a writing minor. So that's kind of like the little tidbit that I'm in right now. Um, some of my interests include reading and writing. Um, I love just kind of doing some research in my spare time and like listening to TED Talks and stuff like that. Um, some of my friends also know me as like a casual movie critic because I watch <laughs> way too many movies to like an unhealthy extent. Um, But yeah, just stuff like that, taking every day, day by day, just seeing whatever is available for me to do. Um, I created a business my freshman year of high school with my mom, and um, I'm sure we'll probably get into that a little bit more later, but um, that was definitely a big part of my life as well, and still kind of is. So yeah, Yeah. that's that's me. That's awesome. You're so cool. I love the variety of interests and hobbies. Oh, thank you. Super cool. But I actually really do want to get into this business you started because You've had a really cool experience from high school to now. I feel like just finding what you want to do and finding your interests and passions. And I think, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like starting that business for you was 
a really big part of that and maybe, you know, figuring out where you want to end up. And I mm-hmm. think it would be really cool to talk about that, especially since I know there are a lot of listeners out there who have maybe done the same thing or who have been wanting to start their own business or something. Would you mind getting into how you started that business in high school and kind of what it's all about and where it is today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So in the infancy of my business, um, I essentially looked around at my atmosphere and started getting very frustrated by some of the girls and what they were willing to sacrifice to have friendships or be popular and have all these labels that pretty much mean nothing whenever you eventually go off to college and that kind of stuff. But the things that they sacrifice obviously leave behind residue that you take with you throughout your life. Um, And so looking around, I noticed girls were sacrificing their morals, their boundaries, super important things to them to have these friendships that really weren't going to last anyway, and just have all of these things in lives that in in their life that were not that important. Um, And so being frustrated, of course, my mom and I are very close. I would go and rant to my mom about all of this stuff and how I felt super isolated from all of these girls because I wasn't that way. And um, I kind of just proposed to my mom, I wish there was a business that would teach all these girls the importance of being confident and secure and having all of these morals set and making friendships based off of that instead of sacrificing to have these friendships that aren't even worthwhile. And so my mom was thinking, oh my God, what a great idea. So she was really the driving force behind the business originally starting and being developed. You know, she did all the like business paperwork and that kind of stuff. And um, my role came in as being the, content creator, the writer of the material, the developer. And that is something that I just thrive in. I loved like developing different ideas and creating all this content for the business. Um, so perspectively, what Be Unique does, Be Unique is the name of my business. It basically teaches inner and outer beauty courses to younger girls. We like to target younger girls because whenever they get older, like in high school and that kind of stuff, they tend to be very secure in their mindsets and like what they are wanting, whether it's positive or negative. Um, So we like to really preach this kind of stuff to younger girls who kind of have a flexible mindset and are trying to figure out what the heck's going on in life and um, how they want to look at life from there on out. Um, And so the inner beauty classes are really, that's, that's the idea I was talking about earlier of like the confidence and securing morals and having a secure direction in your life. Um, And these different courses will teach um, decision-making and, um, securing your morals and like having good friendships and targeting what good friendships even look like, what kind of friend you want to be, all of those kind of things. Um, so that's really more the inner beauty side. And then a little bit of background on the outer beauty. My mom actually worked as a makeup artist and she would, she would work behind the scenes with models and that kind of stuff. So she had a lot of knowledge on that. She actually owned her own business. Um, when she got out of college called Academy of Models of Talent. And so she would um, work behind the scenes with different models and help them with their walking techniques and their posture and that kind of stuff. So that's where all the outer beauty comes in. We kind of merged our minds on these two programs, which I really loved because it's yeah. just that mom-daughter power yeah. team. Um, so I really loved that and seeing that side because, of course, there was stuff that like my mom didn't really teach me from that either. So I learned from the programs as well as the other girls too. So that was really unique. Um, and yeah, basically the business in general really just taught me a lot about what it means to be an example to younger kids. I mean, I didn't realize my role as a freshman in high school being a business owner. I didn't see the importance of that until I started recognizing that that was super different from like the normal things that other high school kids do. 
Um, And so being that example to all of these younger girls coming in and like needing advice from us, from me, you know, that was, that was a super unique and super cool aspect of life to see that I didn't normally experience, you know? So once this business was founded and we had a normal rhythm going of all these new customers are coming in, we're teaching them this, you know, it's, it's a really unique perspective to see girls light up whenever they learn something new and learn something that relieves them from all the stresses of what their friends are putting on them, you know, and grow in confidence. We actually had this one girl that was really insecure and she was obsessed with unicorns. And I'm not really sure how she related her insecurity to this unicorn crown, but she wore this unicorn crown um, to class every day. And she started taking it off once we taught her about confidence and portraying herself the way that she wanted to be portrayed and that kind of stuff. So I think people had portrayed her as insecure. And so once she started learning the program and learning how to set herself as a secure um, woman, she started taking off the crown and came to class, like lighting up every day. So that was something that really just made my heart glow. It just was so fun to see. That's such a cute story. We have a lot of experiences like that where maybe we we didn't get as many clients as we wanted, but we touched the people that we needed to. And that's really important for me to see that we made a difference in the lives of younger girls in my community, whether or not we had targeted that group or something like that. So that was really nice to see that we were needed. Exactly. No, I think that is such a cool idea, what your company stands for. Thank you. I think it's so cool that you just took that on with your mom and you decided to start a business trying to help other women because it can be so easy I think even in college at least for me to look around and mm-hmm. feel like everybody has their life together nobody right. is insecure about anything and so. everyone's perfect and so I'm sure just seeing all of those girls come in it just kind of was a good reminder to you like everyone Absolutely. is going through this and everyone deserves yeah. to see how beautiful they are on Absolutely. the inside and the outside. Yeah, and that's I feel like so that's cool. definitely it's definitely a basis you have to set for yourself because if you don't set that when you're younger and you don't set that before you go into life experiences, you are standing on unstable ground that could fall depending on your image or something that's so flexible, you know, like your image is going to change, whether that's metaphorical or your physical image, you know, that's always going to change throughout your life as you grow and become a stronger and more independent woman or male too. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I definitely feel like it's very important. And that was kind of like the foundational mindset that I had going into be unique of this is, this is what I feel most girls should have cemented in their mind before they go into the later years of high school, making huge monumental decisions for their life you know they really need to know who they are what they want and where they're going before they can make those decisions so yes oh for sure I think that's awesome thank you I I just I have to imagine even though you weren't the one going through all of the classes I guess that the girls go through and all the things you teach you probably still benefited a lot yourself learning like and becoming more secure in who you are and your identity through that um But I also want to get into how this kind of changed when you got to college, if it changed at all, because I know a lot of my audience is college students and uh, college women in particular, and we go through a lot of stuff like this, as I was saying, um, insecurities, and so that's why I think it's so great for you to have that program. Mm -hmm. But did you find when you came to college did that kind of change things for you in terms of like having all these new responsibilities, these new commitments and 
meeting all these new people, being in a totally new place, did how did that kind of change things for you? Um, I mean, did it, I, I guess, did it kind of um, hurt your, you know, confidence at all? Or like, did it make sure. you go in different directions? I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. That's actually, that's a fantastic question. Yeah. Um, I actually came into college in a really rough place. Um, even though I had this business going everything, that doesn't mean that I've mastered all the skills that we try to teach. Definitely not. I was going through the classes really in the same way the girls were, um, but just from a different side of it. So I was experiencing things in just a different way, but the same material. So going through college, the more contact I had with the business, obviously the better I was at performing with my confidence and performing as like a really strong grown-up woman but whenever I went off to college that was a totally different experience I really feel like I had the rug pulled out from under me it was the first time I had moved away or moved I mean far from my family I was the farthest of all my siblings to move out so uh, if that makes sense I moved I moved the furthest furthest if that makes sense um so and also there was a situation that I experienced that just kind of threw me in in a really vulnerable spot and it Mm -hmm even though it seemed really horrible at the time, it benefited me so much in the long term because I feel like if the rug is pulled out from under you, there's nowhere to go but crawling back up and standing back up. So I'm honestly still in that phase of standing back up and it's nice to see myself be able to handle that instead of having to lean on my friends and family. You know, I've made my own friends here that are separate from my friends at home and Mm -hmm. I've kind of built my own family as well here. And we'll also always have the support of my family at home too. But um, yeah, I would definitely say my responsibilities changed and that shift was such a weird experience to me because I was used to high school. I was a very devoted student, very devoted friend and family member. So shifting from that devotion to high school kind of experience to college was really different in the way that in general college, you have a bunch of other responsibilities that nobody really teaches you about before you get there. Mm -hmm. You kind of experience them for yourself and you either fail or succeed at it. Mm -hmm. And if you fail, that's okay. If you succeed, that's amazing for you. But if you fail, it kind of puts you at a disadvantage at first, but you get advantaged as well because you're going to understand what it's like to get out into the workforce as well. So you're kind of setting yourself up to have a stronger um, perseverance as you get out throughout life. But um, yeah, so I switched my mindset from like the typical high school um, academic mindset to like college and this being a career that I'm building instead of just building up until college, you know, Mm -hmm. because your timeline when you're in high school seems very different from your one in college because you are in high school classes that are set for you and you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing and all the classes you're supposed to take to graduate. And then you have a similar layout for college, but your mindset is more shifted towards the career you want to build. Nobody's telling you what you need to end up as. Nobody's telling you where you need to go. That's something you have to decide for yourself. And many people, myself included, don't figure that out right away. So Mm -hmm. that's a hard shift as well to face because you don't know the direction you're going, so you figure it out as you go. And if you're somebody that needs to have everything figured out, like me, beforehand, (laughs) that makes life really hard and very stressful and strenuous. So... Um, I took this in a really weird way. I isolated myself instead of putting myself out there and having all the FOMO that a lot of people talk about. I was very isolated. Um, I pulled myself apart from a lot of my friends because I thought this is obviously not the experience that I was going for. Um, I need to be studying. I need to do well in my classes, but I don't have time to fit in everything else because I'm searching for that 
that friendship group that I wanted, you know, the social group that I wanted on campus and all of that kind of stuff. It was really important to me. Um, but I felt that it was kind of pointless for me to go out and look for it because I felt yeah. like, you know, God would bring it to me, which he yeah. did. But I also didn't put myself out there, um, which I ended up that that actually kind of like triggered a mindset switch for me because I started figuring out that I was so isolated from so many other people and that I didn't know all the people my friends knew or I wasn't part of the groups that all my friends were part of and my resume looked really depressing. So I was like, okay, I need to put myself out there. I need to I need to get into more things and experience more things, meet new people and um, just really start diving deep into things that I haven't even given a second thought of. Yeah. So um, that's kind of a mindset shift, if you will, that I've kind of, I've kind of like, I'm honestly still in it right now of like trying to figure out how to get myself back in that like natural glow that I had in high school and the confidence of like where I was heading and what I was going to do and all of that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. People in general, it's, it's different for every person. People will come into college either knowing what they want to do or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you don't, you can very easily fall into that. Oh, well, I'll never figure it out kind of mindset, which I definitely was in for a long time. Um, And that was not the happiest place to be at all. Yeah. But, um, no, it can be paralyzing really. It really is. Yeah. You kind of freak out. You're like, well, I'll never figure it out. I guess I'll just graduate. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad I'm not alone in that because I just hearing you talk about that. It's so weird because I went through such a similar experience Mm -hmm. when I came in and I isolated myself too because it wasn't exactly what I expected, but I really wasn't allowing myself to see if you know, what I was expecting out of college, what I wanted out of college could even be possible because I was so isolated and in my own head about like, oh, this is not working. My life is over. Like, you know. Yeah, Yeah, it's (laughs) It's, really hard to be more in control of your life when you get to college. That's something that sounds great, but isn't always the best to experience because from high school, you're told everything that you're supposed to do. You're told what's right and wrong. Then you get to college and you have all this free time of, oh, well, I could go out and party or I could study for this test in three days. That yep. doesn't seem more, you know, stressful. You know, it's just all this extra stuff that you have to take on as an adult yes. that you didn't have in high school. Yes. That shift is important yeah. to recognize. Being for sure. on your own, being independent. It's a big difference. Big difference. Oh, yeah. Yes. Still learning every day. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. Things. Do you like, ever stop oh. learning how to do that? I'm No. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I still – sometimes I'm like, wow, we're actually about to be upperclassmen. I know we were talking about that earlier. And for me, like, I don't feel like I'm ready. Like, oh I gosh. still feel yeah. like it's my first day of college a I lot of know. days. I'm I still like, figure out I'm, – I'm still figuring out where I feel like I should be freshman year. Yes. <laughs> so here same. we are, almost it's junior so year. Hard. Almost there. I know, but it's good to know that, like, I'm not alone in it. You're not alone in it. Oh, absolutely. We're all here. We're in this together. For Nobody sure. really knows what they're doing. Yeah, no one knows what's going on. It's okay. <laughs> we're, we're getting through it day by day. But absolutely. that's really cool to hear your story. And it's, like, Thanks. just interesting because I would have never guessed you would be that kind of person coming in not that it's bad or anything but you just seem so like social and always willing to try new things and like always very out there and really trying to get the most out of your experience and so hearing that you were on the other side of that when you started is really interesting well it's really good to hear that because that's definitely where I'm trying to be right now of trying to hold on to opportunities that are right in front of me, you know, and mm-hmm. just grasp onto anything that I can experience yes. just because 
why not? If they're here, yeah. you're just going to miss out on them and regret it later. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm happy no, that you said that. That makes me That's very up. inspiring to me because sometimes I still, I feel myself getting into that hole so, of isolation almost because I'm yeah. so like, I get very comfortable in a certain place and yeah. I just find myself sometimes gravitating toward that place of comfort. And since I'm yeah. an introvert, a lot of times True. it's like, hanging out by myself or, you know, saying no to some social event or, you know, like yeah. not putting myself out there enough. And so I feel like even being friends with you, it's great because Aww. you kind of push me to like get out there more. And it's like, you make me cry. No, I've, I'm not trying to like get all weird and deep and emotional on the podcast, but I just think it's really cool how you do that. And Thanks. so, yeah, even though it's, you're still learning and growing, I mean, it's really an inspiration to a lot of people, oh, I think, that you're able to you. do that. I so. hope that that is at least yeah. what I'm giving off as inspiration yeah. for other people to, you know, stand up from where they are. I mean, I feel like for me personally, I'm a really happy medium between being introverted and extroverted. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely those times where I can go out and seem very, like, outgoing and boisterous and whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. But there are also those times where I'm like, man, I just want to watch a movie under a blanket, you know? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> it depends on the day. And yeah, it's good sure. to have both of those. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to sit here and say, like, you always have to be out partying and hanging out oh, with gosh, people. Oh, gosh, no. Like, I could not, even if I tried. No. But, oh, man. Um, like, maybe, like, a good time, too. Two a month, maybe. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. That's, that's <laughs> you know where what? it is. Yeah, no, girl, I'm right there with you, (laughs) but no, it's great, and I think that kind of relates to what I really wanted to get into next, which is just about Mm -hmm. kind of finding balance in your life in college between all of your responsibilities and commitments, everything you have going on. Um, Like I said, I think you're really good about just like taking things that happen in the moment and going with it and finding that really good balance in your life between everything. But um, I want to hear a little bit more. I think I, as far as balance goes, I feel like a lot of students kind of tend to struggle. (laughs) Sorry, my laptop is acting up on me. (laughs) I'm I'm like trying to focus on the question. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. You got it. Um, Let's just continue. (laughs) So basically, I feel like when it comes to college, um, a lot of students kind of like you were saying, they get into either this place of they try to just like completely focus on one thing or Mm -hmm. they kind of get into this hole where they feel like they have to like focus on academics only or only have a social life and they just kind of forget about everything else in their life because they're so committed to that one thing. Um, Or there's the people who try to just really do it all, but they aren't able to really commit and put their all into everything they're doing because they're always thinking about the next thing they have to do. And, you know, they're trying to balance doing their work with going to the party that night and Mm -hmm. like figuring it all out. And it's just such a hard balance. And so I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about like how maybe you struggled in one of those areas. I know you talked about struggling with kind of being isolated Mm -hmm. um, and you had that mindset shift. So could you get into like how that kind of affected your priorities and what you were focused on and when exactly in your college experience did that shift for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I'm only a sophomore right now. So it's actually funny you mentioned that because kind of if you were to like lay out my freshman and sophomore year, like 
there's some really interesting time periods that I went through. So we started out in a rough place. I kind of started recuperating by the end of my first semester. And then second semester started pulling myself back up, getting used to the rhythm. And then I started feeling really confident once I got into my second year. I was was really um, focused to have that year not reflect my first year yeah and um was ready to just jump right back into that confident girl that I'd portrayed in high school and um all that kind of stuff pick myself back up and keep flying you know so I think that shift really happened at the beginning of sophomore year Mm -hmm. just because I was so motivated to not have a crappy second year and was I realized that my first year was not at all what I wanted college to be for me and yeah. that I was in charge of what that looked like. So right. I shifted my mindset there and honestly of more recently shifted my mindset even more, noticing that, you know, in high school I saw myself with this glow of just being happy and confident no matter what the situation was. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of lost that over that span of freshman year, just being so dragged down by a lot of the things around me and letting all of those things depress me a little bit. Right. And then second year, I wanted to get that back. So even more recently, like within the last month or two, I've shifted my mindset a lot and done a lot of like me time to really get my mind focused on where I want it to go and uh, what I want my future to look like. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of those things includes being more present. That's something that I actually had never recognized until now. And it was brought to my attention on this video that I saw Um on YouTube and it was it was a really interesting concept that I had never really understood but some of my like favorite celebrities and that kind of stuff the reason why I like them so much is because they're so present mm-hmm. and they pay attention to the people that are in front of them the situations that are in front of them and they make that situation or that person feel really special yeah. and that was something that I craved I wanted to be that person for other people I wanted to be a person that even if I briefly saw you I would say hey and ask how your day's going and then you would be able to recognize that, oh, Emily's here, Emily cares, you know, mm-hmm. that's like what I want to portray to other people, and I didn't realize that until more recently, and I was saying, Emily, you need to be more present, yeah. you need to be more focused on your environment, and of course, there's so many things around you that you could focus on, so like, yeah. you really just got to take it all in when you can, oh, but yeah. um, definitely that's that's one of the shifts that I've tried to focus yeah. on when we're talking about balancing things, I'm, I'm trying to focus on being in the here and now while recognizing yeah. the future and the past at the same time, okay. but really just being more present, more active in what's going on around me right now. Mm. Um, I feel like isolation is really easy to, or I guess being isolated is more easy to do whenever you're thinking more futuristically or mm-hmm. in the past too. If you think about, um, your past in the way that, oh, I miss my friends. Why am I here? You know, why am I not home right now? I miss high school and all that kind of stuff. Like, that's a weird thing to say in college, but like, yeah. people need to recognize there, it's okay to miss high school sometimes. Yeah, it's okay. okay. That's okay. I, that is such a it's good okay. point because like, everybody <laughs> makes it out like high school's the worst. Absolutely. Like, you yeah. Should never I mean, miss it. high school, like, I'm sure it wasn't the best for everybody. It wasn't yeah. the best for me. I didn't like high school that much, but like there are definitely times that were so special to me oh, that yeah. like I have to recognize, okay, it's okay to feel isolated from right. my present because I'm thinking about how much I miss high school. Yeah. Or it's okay to feel isolated in my present because I'm comparing my present right now to somebody else's yeah. present that's like way in their successful yeah. years, you know? like. Right. Um, Rachel Hollis is one of my favorite people on the planet. I love her. She's so great. And she said, um, never compare your middle to somebody else's end. Mm -hmm. And that is just so true for me because that's like another reason why I stay so focused and what's right in front of me and in the nice little bracket that I have 
paired out for my present. Um, but if you were to compare that to somebody else's future and like their success and what they're experiencing, it's, yeah. it makes you feel insecure because you're thinking, well, why am I not there right now? But right. you also don't know what they've experienced that has maybe matched up to what you're doing right mm-hmm. now. It's mm-hmm. like for me, for example, I really love to write. I would absolutely love to be a published author. Yes. But I can't be insecure about the fact that I'm not a published author right now because I have so much crap going on in my life yeah. about like everything I'm having to handle on a daily basis of school and family and friends and all of my so assignments and things I have to yeah. do. It's okay to not have that done right now. Mm-hmm. And I can plan it for the future, but I have to not be insecure about the fact that my journey hasn't gotten there exactly when I wanted it to. Yeah. Or I can't be insecure about the fact that that person's right now does not look like my it right does now. Not. Yeah. yeah. You've got your so, own journey. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And it's like you said, it's okay to acknowledge that and to realize, like, okay, I'm comparing myself to other people. Like, yeah. It's human nature to do that. But For I sure. think the most important part is after you're comparing yourself, you need to find a way out of it right. and find a way to realize find your own balance. Yeah. yeah. Find your own balance. And it really does look different for everyone. For sure. And so it sounds like what you're saying is by kind of shifting your focus on being more present, mm-hmm. you've been able to find a better balance in your everyday life and yes. with what you're doing. Um, yeah. And you're not kind of in that isolation mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think that's a really cool perspective. Yeah. And thank um so would you say now is there anything specific that you really prioritize and focus in your everyday life or do you kind of just let it come as it is and use that present mindset to kind of be like you know what whatever happens I'm just gonna be there for it or are there still things in your everyday life where you're like okay I need I really want to focus on that today um do you still have that structure or um I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, no, it does for sure. Okay. Um, yes, I would say uh, for me specifically, this is what this is what works for me. I focus mostly on things that need to be done in order to have success for like this week. I really mm-hmm. I like to take things a week at a time because I have a weekly calendar yeah. on my desk, so yeah. I write down everything that I have to do that week in okay. like different colors. My little OCD brain is functioning here. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I love to take things weeks at a time and I'll be able to see this week and what's going on and know where I can plan things. Mm-hmm. Or I'll tell somebody, oh, let's grab coffee next week. And then yeah. I'll focus on that next week because it's not okay. important right now, okay. you know? Um, so that's definitely something that helps me tune in on what's going on right now. But also um, more recently, I've started recognizing that like I'm not taking my future as seriously as I want to because the things that I want to do and the person that I want to be requires a really focused mindset right now so that I can set myself up for to to become that successful person, mm-hmm. that person that um, succeeds in the ways that they want to. Right. So I'm trying to set up that person right now and that is critical for my future success. So things that are really critical, like that's the stuff I focus on now. Yes. Things that will help me either in the very recent future or like very near future um or things that will develop my future that I can work on now um but I don't like to worry a lot about things that are going to happen because I have no way of determining the future I leave Mm -hmm. that up to God that's why Mm -hmm. we have Jesus so um I'm very focused on the things that I can do and the impacts I can make on my life and the life of others yeah um so that that can be my focus instead of focusing on 60 different directions right. at a time. You know, yes. we can't, we can't possibly do that. Yeah. You know, that's impossible. People try to do it all the time. They've got all this 
FOMO of, oh, I need to be doing this, 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 and this. But you can't do that. You are one person. You are one human. You have two legs and two arms that can only walk you certain directions or hold certain things, you know. So you have to be able to balance out what you are willing to handle. And that's a very individual process of um, what you're willing to spend your time doing Mm -hmm. and what you're willing to spend your brain power focusing on, you know. So that's a very individual process of what you find important in your life and what you choose to focus on. Um, So you really just have to do what works for you, honestly. What ways can you focus on your life to make you successful? Yeah. For me personally, it's just the things that are critical and the things that I can do to develop my future, skills I can take on that will look good to employers or that will help me develop things um, that will help me get to where I want to be. Like writing skills right now. If I want to be an author in Mm -hmm. 10 years or how I can't even focus on where that's going to (laughs) be. Yeah. I need to focus on my writing skills now. I need to start that Pinterest board, you know, like that's where I'm. Love Pinterest. Got to shout out to Pinterest. Honestly, you are like my Pinterest inspiration. Oh, thank you. Pinterest is my OCD hobby. I need to like include your Pinterest in the description (laughs) of the episode. Oh my gosh, I love Pinterest. Pinterest is amazing. I've never (laughs) seen a better Pinterest before. Thank you. No, but that's so good. And that really, it's inspiring to me because I, it's so easy for me to get in my head and worry about the future and yeah, all of the sure. things I should be doing. Definitely. And it's like, sometimes I don't even know where that's coming from. It's like, I guess I'm just comparing myself to other people and it's like, oh, it seems yeah. like they can do it all. So I should be doing it all, but right, right. nobody is doing it all. And mm-hmm. I think like people have always told me like, Focus on what you can control today in this moment. Like, this is all you can do right now. Yeah. And so I think it's really cool that you're living by that. And we're trying to. No, I think you're (laughs) doing Every day is um, that time you have to dedicate, you know. Every every day you have to focus on that because it's not really natural to be very present, you know. I feel like it's more of like an instinct for humans at least to like, focus on what's in the future what am I going to do instead of right now in the present I'm talking to Meredith you know I'm talking to this person in front of me that has their own life is Mm -hmm. affected by what I say Mm -hmm. you know like that's important to me specifically having recognized this whole idea and importance of presence like that's really important to me too so I'm I'm kind of starting to recognize that on a daily basis oh for sure and Yeah, going along with that, I think it's really important, at least for me, it could be different for everyone, but it really helps me to like make the time to really think about my priorities and think about how I want to go about the day. Because if I just wake up in the morning, go into the day and don't even think about what's happening, like I just am not organized and I don't know what's happening and I get in my head so easily. But if I kind of set that intention for myself, either Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the day when I wake up or at the end of the night by like, you know, whether it's journaling or just sitting down with your thoughts and like really letting yourself process, I think sure. that's a big help too, um, just to finding that presence in your yeah, everyday life. So sure. I I don't know if you do that, but do you have any other tips for people who are trying to find that balance and trying to find that presence like yeah, you are? Like, for sure. How can people find that for themselves, do you think? Because I know you keep saying it is a very individual thing. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. But how do you think people can really discover that? Yeah, so again, I really think that you need like a method that works for you. For yeah. me personally, I like on a whim kind of started this thing that I call turn it up to 11. Ooh. I love to journal. Okay, that's like okay. I love journaling. It's very fun. 
Um, so I have my own little journal and I do entries just when I have the time. Typically I'll do it maybe like every day, every other day. Mm-hmm. That will really help me to stay centered in my own mindset and in myself. Just give me a little bit of like me time in between classes or something like that. Probably will take about like 10 minutes-ish to do. Okay. And so what Turn It Up to 11 is, is um, five things I'm thankful for, five things I'm excited for or proud of, and one thing I'm focusing on for the day. And then recently I added in like a little section that's like a random question. So I'll have something like um, what we were talking about earlier. Um, If you could take a year off of your life, what would you be doing with it? You know, Um, so stuff like that. Um, I think the thankful portion kind of helps me recognize like the things I've experienced in like that past that can be really distracting, you know. So I'll put on there, oh, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for um, getting through that test this week. I'm thankful for getting extra sleep this morning, even though I slept past my alarm. You know, like that kind of hey, stuff. You know what? Yeah. It is what it is. It happens sometimes, Look for the guys. Positive it happens. Out of it, you know? Yeah. So, um, and it also helps me to stay centered and like what I am thankful for and to stop Definitely. focusing on what I don't have. Definitely. You know, bring that focus back to what I do have and what I am experiencing that's different from other people. Um, that like excited for proud section. That's like one of my favorite parts because I get to like rant about stuff that I'm like super pumped about. Um, so like things I'll be proud of, I'll say, um, um, getting rid of this habit that I had, Mm -hmm. like a bad habit that I've been working Mm -hmm. on getting rid of. Um, I recently started taking vitamins. That's a win. Um, so I can write that. I'm proud of me starting to take vitamins or, um, I'm excited about spring break coming up next Mm -hmm. week. You know, that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. that you'll get to like remind yourself of like the things that you've accomplished and the things that you're going to experience. So really love that section. And then the one thing you'll focus on for the day, um, it's nice because you get to spend some time with your, you know, inner consciousness of what am I going to shift my mindset on today? A lot of the times I do write, be present, you know, because I do need that constant reminder because life is so overwhelming, you know, and it's okay to have that constant reminder because, you know, the more you remind yourself, the more of a habit it's going to be. So I'll write in there, be present or um, focus on being productive today, like that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So that works for me really well. Um, And I write that just whenever I have the time, typically I'll um, include like a nice, like 10 minute little bracket of my morning time so that I'll get to class too early. Yeah. So I'll sit down and do my turn it up to 11. It's also nice that like, if I'm running late, then I have some time that I'm flexible with. So Mm -hmm. that's like a new thing. I used to like really be horrible with timing. So like, I'm glad I started doing that um, too. So did you, so did you come up with this all on your own? Is that like, I did. I did actually. Thank you. I I was like, wow, I, that must be like some famous person does that. But no, (laughs) I guess. I no, I really just, love it. It's a fun little, it's a fun little really thing cool. to have with myself. I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy to share that with anybody that yeah. listens to this podcast, and even yes. you, if you want to take that you. on, I would love I it. Love I feel like I need to start a blog yes. and talk about it. I would uh, love to yeah, share that with people. Yeah, you do, guys. If you think Emily should start something <laughs> like this, please oh, let yeah. her know it's fun. because yeah, this is awesome stuff like you have so much cool stuff to share with people I had no idea you did that thank you it's also nice to have that little section in the bottom you can really just like add on anything you want to do to just spend some more time with yourself and like help you to think things through and take some time to be like knowledgeable and present with yourself not just other people because after after you start practicing presence for a really long time it can feel like you're giving yourself away to so many different facets of your life and you're like god I'm exhausted I just need some me time I just need to put on a face mask you know like that kind of stuff that you just need to spend that time with yourself (laughs) Mm -hmm. so when you ask deep questions about yourself like um what are my long-term goals in 10 years you know that kind of stuff like you do take time to get to know who you are who you want to be the things you've experienced like all of that together and like a really nice looking sandwich 
you know, mm. in that question. Yeah, so, that yeah, was. that's nice, too. I highly recommend that you guys kind of um, will take on some kind of method like that yes. that would give you some time to focus on being yeah. present with yourself alongside presence with, like, the world around you. Definitely. For sure. I think that's super important. Thanks. Make that time. Thank oh. you. Well, it sounds like you're doing so much for yourself right now to really stay present and balanced in your everyday life, and I think that's awesome. Thank you. Um, but I guess looking forward, it, I know this is, like, going against the whole point of being present, <laughs> but I'm just curious. I like to ask a lot of my guests who are in college, like, what are you thinking about for the future and like what are your longer term goals and what kinds of things do you have yeah. set out for yourself right now? It's Absolutely. okay not to know, but I'm oh, just yeah. curious. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you asked that question. I definitely don't oppose looking to the future. I love yeah. that. I'm excited for the future. I hope you guys are too. Um, yes. But definitely something I am kind of thinking about right now is just where I want to take my career, you know, Mm -hmm. the different opportunities I want to set up so that I have a better career in the future, that kind of stuff. Um, So in a way, I'm kind of like planning now for the future Mm -hmm. and whatever that might be. I am a pretty devoted Christian, so I really am trying to build that relationship with God on like Mm -hmm. trusting him to bring me the career and the people and the man and the kids that I need for yeah. my heart, you know? Yeah. So um, I would definitely say stuff like that, just being genuine to myself yes. and trying to take everything, you know, a day at a time, a week at yes. a time, you know, in small little increments so that I can handle everything that's going on in the midst of like all of these changes, you mm-hmm. know, because college is a really strenuous time because it is so fluctuating if that makes sense it it fluctuates regularly a lot of things change you have a friend this day and not this day it's weird (laughs) it's exhausting it's exhausting (laughs) let's be honest with ourselves guys give ourselves some credit um but yeah I would definitely say for the future um I am hoping to really just find a career that lets me be creative and fun Mm -hmm. and inspirational and passionate in the way that I really need to be I feel like for me personally I am not satisfied unless I do reach that side of myself yeah so I have to find that little like tidbit that allows me to go to the side and be needed by something that really like genuinely needs my creativity or my right. input it's something like that that right. I am not easily replaced you know yes. in that role I feel yes. like that's something for me that I am searching for whether that's in writing or in business or whatever it is mm-hmm. um yeah, For so sure. we'll see about that one. Yes. TBD on that one. No, and it's okay not to know. But I think it's really cool that your goals for the future and what you're looking toward, it's not like a certain career. It's not mm-hmm. like a certain life path for yourself. Right. It's like using your qualities you have now. Like yeah. you have certain like areas you want to grow in, but sure. not like yeah. specific Absolutely. set places. Yeah. And I life. think that was something that really stressed me out going into college was that I I felt like I needed to have that career 100% set up Mm -hmm. um and I think that's also something that I've had to overcome in college was not knowing what's going to happen and having to be okay with it that's something I was never comfortable with doing like change was never that easy for me but I think like I said having that rug pulled out from underneath me helped me to understand that change can be fun. Like you get to experience so many different things that you never knew you would end up doing, you know, like that kind of, all of this kind of stuff, you know, writing wasn't as important to me in high school as it is now. You know, I love writing. I love being expressive. I love being funny and goofy, you know, all of this stuff. Like 
without these past experiences of hard things that have happened or changes that have been made in my life for the better or the worse, you know, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have all of the stuff that I'm experiencing now, yes. which is definitely like, you have to take a step back and realize that sometimes right. because life can really suck. Sometimes you can be stuck in that like isolated little bubble of, Oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I want to have that pass back of that safety and that little net that catches me every time I fall down. Yeah. But you know, when, whenever you find yourself really being challenged just know that that is your world around you saying, hey, girl, you're growing. Yep. You're growing. Yep. And I highly recommend that you guys get familiar with the idea of being uncomfortable because that is oh, the yeah. most positive thing you can do for yourself. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> That's where you're going to grow the most. Yep. That's where you're going to find the most fantastic experiences, you know? Yes. And sure, sometimes they can end up awkward and stupid and you hate them. And sometimes that does happen. But for the most part, you will find that all of the experiences you get from pushing yourself past those boundaries and just experiencing new things and taking discomfort as an advantage, you know, Mm -hmm. that is going to really help you figure out who you're supposed to be and who you want to be. Yes. And even if being uncomfortable does end up in a bad situation, like, no matter what the outcome is, you're going to learn something from it. It's going to grow you into who you're meant to be. And I think that's definitely a big point. Uh, I I, I actually made a whole episode. I think, I don't even know. Guys, time is so weird. I don't even know how long it's been, but I made (laughs) an episode on this podcast. I think it's called like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable (laughs) because it really is so important. And in college, especially like, Mm It's a big For thing sure. that happens. Like, you definitely are not going to be comfortable oh, in college. In life. Majority of the time. Yeah, in life, honestly. Yeah. But it's all about being okay with that and Absolutely. looking at it as a positive rather than, like, oh, no. Yeah, it can definitely over. feel negative at the yeah. time. But I yeah. think it, it, there is a really necessary step back you have yes. to take to get that perspective definitely. of, you need to okay, look. I'm uncomfortable right now. I get that. I yeah. want to cry. You know, like, there's all that yeah. stuff. Like, feel that in the moment. Feel yeah. it understand it, recognize it, but know that you're at least headed in a direction that's different from the one that you were in in the past and that safety net. Because the safety net comes from you experiencing something already. Do you really want to live your life experiencing the same things over and over and over again? It's going to require you to step out of that safety net and fall for a little bit. You're going to have to like grab onto some things and figure out what's going on in your life. Try new things, try experiences, Mm -hmm. because all of this is going to build you into the person you're going yes. to become, you yeah. know, so. Exactly. No, that's so true. It's hard in the moment to be okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. But, and I think for me too, sometimes I can't even tell that being uncomfortable was a good growing experience mm-hmm. for me until I'm out of that. But I think practicing just allowing yourself to be okay with that feeling is really important. So yeah, absolutely. another very great point to add. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Um, no, but this really just leads into my last question. What I'm really wanting to start to ask all of my guests at the end of the episode um, is really, in your opinion, what do you think it means to be genuine? And what is your advice for other college women to be their genuine selves because I feel like a lot of what you've talked about today with being present and finding that balance and what Mm -hmm. works for you being okay with being uncomfortable all of that yeah you can really I feel like do that so much better if you're just okay with being yourself you know but it's so hard to do that especially in college surrounded by all these people who seem to have their life together so 
do you have any final advice for people to be their genuine selves? Yes, for sure. Um, something I try to communicate to a lot of my friends whenever I see them being insecure is that we are all, whether or not you believe in God or whatever your mm-hmm. belief is, we're all made differently with different characteristics, different personality traits. Be confident in those things that make you different because you are the only person that can live your life and make your impact. Nobody else can do it for you, you know. It's it's really a matter of you taking charge of who you are, the things that you enjoy doing, the person you enjoy being, you know, and really dive into those assets that you have within yourself because if you don't, you'll find yourself living in an uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. It's something that's foreign that you don't feel prepared for. It'll bring all these different stresses to your life that you seriously don't need, guys. We don't have time for that. No, we really we, don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> so I would say when you're trying to be your genuine self, if you're looking for ways to help yourself be that person, help yourself be more comfortable, maybe embrace the uncomfortable mm-hmm. of being yourself and watching other people oppose who you are. I hope that doesn't happen because Hopefully you've built an environment where people around you will encourage you to be your best self and love you for it, you know? But if you don't, I think by being your genuine self, you will find people. You you will find people that will encourage that, you know? You don't have to worry about what somebody else looks like. If you find a personality trait that somebody has that you're obsessed with and you want that, you can change that. You can change yourself to be whoever you want to be, you know? It might be hard. It might seem impossible, but you can definitely do that. Be who you want to be and who you been made to be the Mm -hmm. things about you that are true to you and you specifically Mm -hmm. don't let your environment change that practice those personality traits and keep yourself where you want to be going and in your own little swim lane instead of somebody else's swim lanes (laughs) i love it earlier you were like is talking about something being a sandwich. Now you've sandwich. got the, we got the swim sandwich, lanes. the net, the swim lanes. I mean, we just love our really symbols. great symbols for <laughs> this conversation. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. No, but really good advice. I agree. I think people get so worried about, you know, how being their genuine self is going to, yeah. like, turn people away. And yeah. They're going to be all alone, but really, I think, like you said, being genuine will really bring you the environment that you right. want and right. the people you want in your life, and exactly. you'll just be happier. So Yeah, I definitely think thank so. Thank you. I, I feel like you're just a perfect embodiment of what a oh, genuine girl is. Thank so you. Thank you for coming Aww. on the podcast, Emily. I really appreciate it. Great advice. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun talking about this. No problem. And if anyone else would like to join in on this conversation, please feel free to reach out to us, social media, absolutely, whatever you want. Um, I'll put all of Emily's links to all of yes. her stuff in the description of this episode so you can see yes. all of her awesome stuff she has going on. Please reach out to me. Send me a message so I know who you are. Yes. Um, yes, reach for out. sure. Absolutely. Yes, we'd love to talk to you guys more. Hopefully this helped you. And just remember, you got this. You got this. You can do it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. That's like <laughs> all I have left. You can do all it. All I have left. You got it. All Stick right. with it, girl. Thank you, guys. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Genuine Girl. If you liked it, I'd really appreciate a rating or a review on whichever platform you're listening. They make such a big difference by helping A Genuine Girl reach even more people. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl all letters, no numbers. You'll stay up to date with everything going on with the brand. 
Have a great week, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.